Is your heating system ready for colder weather? An annual heating system tune-up from McCarthy Services will help make sure your system is working properly and efficiently to keep you warm and save money on your heating costs. Schedule your annual heating system tune-up today with McCarthy Services for only $29. That's right, only $29. But do it fast. This outstanding special ends soon. Call 866-838-1432 for details. License number 2705-142-9478. McCarthyHomeServices.com Yo, yo, I go by the name of Pharrell from the Neptunes, and I just want to let y'all know, I'm your push the world is about to feel something that they never felt before, come on. From ghetto to ghetto, the backyard to yard, I sell it with one whip, it's off the hard, I'm the neighborhood pusher, call me subwoofer, cause I pump bass like that jack, on the off the track, I'm heavy cause, ball to your fathers, you can duck to the What up, what up, what up, San Antonio, Corpus, Laredo, Austin, Del Rio, people up in Tyler, people up in Shaw City, people down the whole 305 South Florida region, you're tuned in here to the Tuesday edition of the Sports Grind, Calvin Casey, Rudy J. Yes, sir. Sam spending the one and twos with us today. We're broadcasting here from the Rounders Car Club Studios, and this first segment of the day is going to be presented by Way to Grow. Way to Grow is a full-service landscaping company that can handle all your residential or commercial needs. That is Way to Grow, official sponsor of the sports grind. 736-9760. If you know what you want to talk about, like always, it's open phone lines. Uh, just give us a call. Uh, we just ask you to be patient during the breaks and during the segments, and we'll get to the phone calls accordingly. What's up, man? I'm in the building, baby. Let's get it. You ready? Yeah, I'm ready. What's up, Sam? Not much, fellas. How we doing? All right, man. Let's get it. It's Tuesday. Um, got some things going on. The Spurs dropped four in a row. They get bum-rushed by Utah Jazz last night. The depleted Jazz team. Minus Donovan. We got somebody else out, right? Um. Anyway, uh, Conley was out. Yeah, depleted Jazz team. Conley uh, always out. Yeah, they got smoked. So, um, but you said the good news is. <laughs> I already don't know if that's good news. I mean, I'm trying to find the silver lining, Cal. I'm trying to. I'm trying to find things. First of all, speaking of what he was saying in the doc, it was well. Good news, New Orleans lost again. First of all, before we get the Spurs, there's, I mean, if there's ever a situation where there might be a one and done in the NBA, it might be uh, Stan. I doubt it it'll happen, but the thing is, there is too much talent on that team to be three and a half, four games behind the Spurs and bring it up to the 11th spot. Totally there, That's just that, you know, like I said, I wasn't as critical as I didn't like that high. I wasn't critical as much as I was Tom Thibodeau in New York, which I've been proven wrong so far on that one. But that that's just bad that that team and Zion and everything else. Um, I mean, the NBA's done everything to try to get most of their guys in the playoffs, at least the playing game, by this whole playing stuff. And that still ain't going to probably help the Pelicans. But back to the Spurs. Uh, four in a row. Um, defense, defense, defense. You still uh, don't like the defense? Yeah, it just it's not consistent enough. And uh, really, it just comes down to where um, – you know, I don't know. I'm going to see how these last games play out, whether they make it in or not, or they just play that playing. Because 
I mean, like you said yesterday, if at the end of the day they'd be in a one-game playoff with the Warriors, and if you look at Steve Kerr and the Warriors, I mean, what Steve Kerr's talk about their games, like, hey, Steph talked, you know, Draymond after the game came in there and said we came to get two. Steve said they're trying to improve their their position. They want to get out of that plan. So the Golden State, from what I thought, through the course of the first half of the season, they were tanking and giving up. Now they're in the fight. I think they've gotten behind Steph's hot wave he's been on. And they're really trying to it's, make some noise. It, it, so, it'll to be, me, it's going to be tough only because they have seven games left. You're speaking of? Golden State. Okay. They're three behind Portland, who's still in the play-in. And they're four behind Dallas, who's the sixth seed. That's who they're chasing, Dallas, because Dallas is the sixth seed. Dallas is the last team that wouldn't be in a playoff right now. But with seven left – Make up four games, that's going to be tough. I mean, I'm not saying that they're not really trying, but it's just with only seven games left, it's going to be tough to make up four. Well, the point is is that they're engaged. I mean, for well, I, I think that's credit to Curry because I, and I'm not going to even give any credit to Kerr because Kerr, I'm not saying, I don't think anybody ever mails it in, but I think Kerr was comfortable with like, hey, you know, it is what it is, whatever happens this season. I think Steph cursed out the bench a couple times. I can see that, yeah. The way he's played. Like he had, he didn't take this season laying down. Like, look, I did that last season. We did that last season, and Curry, Curry kind of put the team on his back and said, "Yo, let's go. We're not, we ain't going out like that this year." I'm not saying everybody else quit, but his his spark, his spark is what got them back motivated. I see what you're saying. That's a fair take. Yeah, I mean, I just don't know. It's just again, there's there's a lot of questions surrounding your San Antonio Spurs uh, and the way the team is structured. The the whole deal is just. They I mean, got eight games left. Yeah, it's just coming from a competitive uh, standpoint. Um, you know, it's just, uh, you know, you're running out of words uh, to really say, but uh, I don't know. I don't know. I didn't have them as 10th. I told you I thought they finished 6th through 8th, and it looked like I was going to be a genius. Or it's looking rough. I mean, you have Utah tomorrow. You got Sacramento still, Portland, Milwaukee. Brooklyn, Knicks, Phoenix, Phoenix. That's how they finish the season. That again, and we've we've seen them play. You know, not so well against. I want to say they lost to Sacramento. Yeah, they lost to Sacramento uh, in a blowout just at the end of March. They lost to Sacramento in a blowout. You know, so there's no gimmies on there. Utah, Sac, Portland, Milwaukee, Brooklyn, New York, Phoenix, Phoenix. Only hope you can get. Only break you could possibly get is if Milwaukee and Brooklyn say we're in because those that'll be four games left depending on their how many games they have that may be three four games left for them but other than, I mean then you finish with Phoenix Phoenix who by the looks of it Phoenix and Utah are going to battle for that number one spot so I don't see them resting so it's a brutal schedule down the end down uh, down the stretch excuse me also NBA action last night the Lakers get a much needed win without LeBron. Uh, against the Denver Nuggets. Denver don't want to see that. I don't know what it is. Jokic had a good game. He had 32. But for whatever reason, again, no LeBron. uh And you lose that game. I just don't – speaking of Joker, I don't like the way he finished the game. I think uh, he allowed uh, Mark Gasol to be very aggressive with him and kind of take it. There was a crucial rebound that he didn't get that was right that would have probably let them have the last possession in regulation only down by two to be able to steal the game. Um, I don't know what uh, Coach Malone, I don't know what he was thinking on the possession that you wouldn't even take a challenge 
on the three pointer that was wiped out by Porter on that on the on the screen call that they called on the Euro there on Anthony Davis. I don't understand why he didn't challenge at that point. I mean, that's taking three points off the board. That cuts the game down to a one point game at that time. With still like thirty some seconds left, so um, Denver had been playing well. Uh, they've been playing well during the stretch, but I do I wouldn't argue with you that it's definitely something mental going on with the Lakers um, in that matchup. And I think really you got to keep in mind, even though I think he's way past done. Speaking of Mark Gasol, but what Coach Malone and Joker have to understand is you know. Mark Gasol uh, was first-team all-defense at one point of his career. So he knows how to play a guy like Joker uh, at spurts of a time. Um, so, they, Denver, yeah, that that's to me as much as, as good as Denver's been playing or was playing, that is a terrible bad loss for them uh, per se. So you've got that going on NBA. We'll look at the NBA schedule as well. Um NFL, uh, a couple more things. We'll talk about the draft, and he had a question about Waddle's reaction. We'll talk about that. <laughs> um, didn't really get too much into New England's yesterday. You know, of course, the owner calling, uh, pretty much calling Bill out a few months ago in an article saying, hey, we got to draft better. I, you know, I don't know what some of these pieces, I mean, I think Matt Jones is the perfect guy for them. I don't know about some of these other pieces. You got to wait to see how it plays out. But the one thing I will say is Bill Belichick, I mean, he played um, pretty much the rest of the GMs in the whole room um, in regards to the Mac Jones situation in the first round by knowing that um, he didn't have to move or do anything. I mean, there was a – first of all, I think, you know, in the day and time that we live in, I think uh, Kyle and and, – you know, John Lynch deserved credit for keeping the big kept secret where nobody could get to understand exactly what they were going to do. But I think deep down, but having some relationship with that family, I think Bill Belichick knew all along it wasn't Mac Jones and that they weren't going Mac Jones. But I just didn't get a chance to mention yesterday, but tip my hat to the hoodie because I think he basically navigated through the first round uh, very nice. I think the AFC East had a heck of a draft in general. That's going to be a fun mm-hmm. division. And if you look at the quarterback lineup here pretty soon um, in that division from Josh Allen to Tua uh, to now Wilson coming to the party and then Mac Jones whenever he takes mm-hmm. over, if it's another couple years from now or next year sometime during the season this year. Um, everybody's going to be under 30 years that, old, yeah. twenty under 25, 26 years old. That's going to be quarterback some of the old days. Good. The AFC quarterback East. was – it's in good hands, the quarterback position. No, I think the new wave is coming. I think it's been here, but I think and you're right. In the future, with all these young quarterbacks, we're changing. We're seeing it change. I think there's still an emphasis on that you've got to – you have to perform from the pocket. Even some of these running quarterbacks, it's still going to be – I think you got to perform from the pocket, Cal, but I think nowadays more than ever, you you can't be a statue, though. You can't be a statue, but you just can't rely on your legs. You're not going to win the Super Bowl that. that way. You got whether it's whether it's uh, Lamar Jackson, whether it's Justin Fields, whether it's Zach Wilson, whether it's Trey Lance. You are going to have to win the Super Bowl from the pocket. Now, Bill yeah. Polian says that everybody gets mad. Based off what? No, what Bill Polian says is he wants some guys to go play tight end and all that kind of stuff. And intellectual. I'm telling you the truth and the facts. At the end of the day, you got you like the thing is, is that when you are an athletic quarterback, you you present the problems for defensive coordinators when everything breaks down, when plan A breaks down. 
And if you can take that athleticism and that running ability and put it with being able to play from the pocket, and we're seeing that with some of these young quarterbacks coming out, that's a deadly combination. But I think if you really – that's the thing that I believe that Lamar Jackson has to still kind of prove. And some of that has to do with the Baltimore Ravens and what they surrounded them. They dressed him with a couple of receivers in this draft. Uh, we'll see how it goes offensively, like, you know, systematically-wise. But I think that's something in regards to you're going to have to uh, still, you know, when you, you still got to try to find a way to win for the pocket. That's mm. why I think a guy like Mac Jones just couldn't land it in any perfect position. He, did he ever have to scramble? Can Mac move? I never had. I, he's his some mobility, but he's his not, offensive line was so good. I never he, saw him have he, to scramble. He can move a little bit mobile, but no, mobile and throwing on the run is not one of his strong strengths. But his process information and getting the ball out quick is exactly what they like to do with Josh McDaniels and them. I definitely think it's the perfect fit. You know where he could have landed. I mean, hell, you saw the way he walked to the stage. Couldn't wait to get there. He almost did a sprint. Walk into the stage, you know. Half of the battle is where you go. I mean, you could be the most talented quarterback on the planet. You go to a best messed up situation. Next thing you know, you're on three, four teams in six years. He said that's where he wanted to be. He said secretly, this is where I wanted to go to all the time. They're all about football here, and that's what I'm accustomed to. When I got off the plane, they said, "Let's get to work," and that's what I'm about. Robert Crabb was already there, waiting from the plane, walking, talking to him. Saying, yeah, you're trying to find that next one that's going to come in to see he what they're going to do. He praying is the next one, but I don't know. Mac nobody's going nobody, to – nobody can fit that size seven. No, that you time. don't have to fight that And when I say seven. size seven, I mean seven rings. I know Tom wears bigger. I'm saying that's a – you not you can't fit that shoe. That's a tugboat. He don't have to. All he got to do is get him one. All he got to do is get him one. I, I mean, before uh, before he leaves out with him. But there's some other things in the draft. We got a uh, sad situation with a boxer. Got to definitely talk about that. Uh, got some other things to get to. You listen to the Sports Grind broadcasting here from the Rounders Car Club Studios. We'll be back. All right, back here on the Sports Grind, 736-9760, broadcasting here from the Rounders Car Club Studios. And this next segment is going to be presented by Beto's. Beto's is home of the legendary fish tacos. Keep in mind, it's a family-friendly atmosphere, nice patio. They have drink specials Monday through Friday. If you're looking for an alternative to just Mexican food, they're your place to be. That is Beto's official sponsor of the Sports Grind, 736-9760. Speaking before we get to that tragic story, speaking of boxing, did you see who they had ended, uh, added to the undercard of the Floyd? Ocho? Who's he fighting? First of all, Floyd did an interview with Gilly and Wallow, and he said it's an exhibition. There, are you happy? Man. He said this is, no. This is just like, and again, exactly. It, it just no sense to take part of this, man. It's just, and I've told you, I've been on this kick for months with this, these old boxers trying to, you know, get these, uh, you know, Apollo Creed versus Drag, uh, uh, Drago. Uh, <laughs> it's supposed to be an yeah, exhibition. Exhibition fights, man. And people go pay for it. This is crap. Like Ocho Cinco's going to make it. He ain't never stepped in the ring for an exhibition or profession before. And he's going to put him on this undercard. We're, uh, first bad. of all, the. I don't know if you've had a chance, but if you do get a chance, um, 
Go back and look at some of the um, the shows from um, More Than Athlete. It's Brandon Marshall, Fred Taylor, Ocho Cinco, and one other former NFL. But really good show. But I was just telling a couple of buddies, like, if you we live in a time where if you have a following, if you have a social media following, whether it be YouTube, Twitch, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, somebody will give you some money. And I'm not I'm not taking anything from Jake or Logan. Obviously they train, they train, obviously they take it somewhat serious. But the reason they you could train all you want. There's plenty of guys that train the box, but those other guys don't have millions upon millions of people that will pay to watch them. If you do something halfway decent and you have millions of followers, somebody will give you a bag. And that's just I, I and I get it. I know we from the same era and I know it makes people from our era, it makes our butt itch. But that's just the time we live in. Like, hey, he has a following. You think he can get somebody to pay thirty, forty dollars to watch him? That's, that's, that's just fine. that's just I mean, where it's, I'm not no. saying it's right. I'm no. just saying that's what because again, there's plenty of guys that Floyd could fight exhibition wise. That would make more sense. Right. But and, this guy has millions of people that are going to watch, millions of people that love him. Right. And I agree with everything you said, and I'm aware of the climate. No, the I know you are. I'm in. just saying. But that doesn't mean that you can't have individuals to speak up on things that are not right and call it for what it is. You know, that's an that's another time that we're in. Like I told, like I didn't touch on yesterday. That's like I told you yesterday with this whole transgender thing and collegiate sports and high school sports. To sit there that we're at a time that where we that you get backlash uh, from somebody that took a lot of criticism for making uh, her decision at the time to change her gender to sit there and tell you it's not wrong and we're getting backlash for that for something that we know uh, in society regardless what time we get that that's not competitively right and it shouldn't be but we can't say anything so I agree with you in the day of social media whether it's boxing entertainment rapping uh, you know. Uh, social influencers that get paid money to uh, market their product. I get it, but like I said, when it's a when it's when it's pretty much uh, a backyard boogie down productions productions, call it what it is. Like Floyd is better than this man. That's our champion. Everything was about Rocky Marciano going out with that undefeated, and you're coming back in an exhibition where they're fighting this guy. Do it to say, I mean, the hell, at least with Evander Holyfield and Mike Tyson or Roy Jones, Mike, those are actually uh, were one time legends at their time. Don't take it from some reality dude or whatever the hell it is, family, you know, that basically I put into the same category, no different than the Catch Me Outside girl. I mean, they all in the same breath. She's filthy right now. You know too. what I'm saying? But it's just, but that goes back to what we're saying. You know, just from a you know from a Doctor Phil episode, catch me outside. Now that just goes. But so this is but, but my, it's above Floyd, man. But that's what I'm saying. But like that, that's, I don't want to go back down this path because we did it already. But I'm only doing it because the undercard proved what I was trying to say a few days but, ago. But who are we? Who are we to tell Floyd? We don't. About it's his, his legacy. Life. It's his life, but we don't have to sit back. But my back. thing is, like, he knows his legacy better than right. you do, Calvin. But, but, but at the end of the day, we don't have to sit back and just say, because that's Floyd, we can't say, hey, man, come on. Like, there's, a, there's, I mean, it comes to the point to where you're no different than any of these other boxers that's come to go do this. 
He, he's And not only that, when you say he knows his legacy more than I do, this is a guy that taught all of us instead for everything that bo- the bottom line of it is he picks and chews and he is above that. I'm different. I'm not just going to go fight anybody. This is things Floyd was saying all his career. Now, when you remove yourself for three, four, five years and you retired and you see this at Mike Tyson event and you see this guy get a million pay-per-views and he's nobody, of course the wheels start turning. But just now, what basically you call it for knocked, what it is. What do you say if he get 1% chance? What if Jake knocks him out? That's what he gets. And no, that's what I'm saying. Day, then it wasn't as a joke uh, as you thought. Well, but that's what he gets. And what is he going to get? At the end of the day, you got – because I look at you got a loss. You can call it an exhibition, but the fans, are, you finally got somebody but that But my point is it's not as much of a joke then. We can't call it a joke if the best ever, one of the best ever gets knocked my out. My point was it is too much – he has too much to risk, period. Whether it's basically he's where he gets caught by a lucky punch or whatever, that guy that he's fighting has Jake. everything. Jake has everything in the world to to basically gain. gain. There are fighters that have put in years and decades uh, for what, what I forgot my man's name. When Floyd was going his last three four years, there's guys that put in blood, sweat, and tears that Floyd didn't give an opportunity to fight that was more qualified than this guy. I'm talking about brothers that were coming up through the grind. That one that payday, if Floyd was turning his nose up at him. That's what I'm going to call it out to what it is. But those were real fights. This isn't. But again, you're giving this guy an opportunity regardless. It's, there's nothing to gain. There's no belts at stake. All it is is basically sitting there a to say grab. how many views and how many buys that we can get. But when you were coming up where you were basically sitting there after you done Pacquiao, uh, God, what I keep thinking my man's name that always wanted to shot with Floyd, but he never came. There's guys that are at that level that's like, yo, okay, man. And that would have been easy work possibly to Floyd too. But you give this guy because he's disrespected everybody through Twitter and through Instagram by talking about people's wives and talking about this and that. Like, I mean, and then I come up this morning to see Ocho Cinco. Miss Reality, he's on the undercard. Yeah, I saw that. Who else are they gonna go get? Go get the guy that basically played in Bad Santa, and Friday. That little what's the short black guy? What's his guy? Well, who is it? You know what I'm talking about. Who? Why don't you get him to fight on this who? card too? While we at it, you know what I'm talking about, Sam. If we really you gonna talking about do the it, dwarf. Yeah, whatever the little guy. Don't want to say the wrong you thing. No, you days can't say time. little guy. The prop, put him on the, the politically card, man. correct term is dwarf, isn't it? It's not. It's little man. Damn, I thought dwarf was politically correct. I'm sorry. I think it's little person. Little oh, person. Oh, my bad. On my bad. Man. I apologize to Put the little on. people. Put him on. I've seen him kick a lot of people's ass in the movies. That's this not, is embarrassing. 736-9760. No, I'm not. Listen to the Sports Grind broadcasting here from the Rounders Car Club Studios. We'll be back. Black political power is changing the direction of this country because we're a voice of change and our votes have real power. We have the chance to make a difference again here in Virginia. We must elect leaders who will fight for better jobs, better schools, affordable health care, who will care about keeping us safe from crime and systemic racism and support our families' needs to recover from the pandemic. Let's take action together. Vote early until October 30th or vote on Election Day, November 2nd. Paid for by the NAACP.
All right, back here on the Sports Grind, 736-9760, broadcasting here for the Rounders Car Club Studios. And this next segment is going to be presented by Texas Chair Liquor. It has three locations with a fourth one on its way. Stay tuned for, the, for more information on that. And keep in mind, if you follow them on Facebook or if you like them on Facebook, you'll stay up to date to their specials and tastings. That is Texas Chair Liquor, official sponsor of the Sports Grind. 736-9760. All right. All right. Before we go on, let's go to the phone. Let's go to Dwayne. Dwayne, you're on the sports ground here on Ticket 760. What's up, Dwayne? Hey, how y'all doing, man? I, I got two points to make for both of y'all. First, Calvin, I, I understand exactly what you're saying. I'm totally in 100% agreement that it's, it's, it's an unfair just do that Floyd Mayweather's jumping in the ring with these tomato, uh, you know, uh, all, all the whatever guys you really want to call them, yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. All, all these guys that deserve a real shot, like real professional, but I understand that. But if you look at all of Floyd Mayweather, all of Floyd Mayweather's videos, he's just going by what he says. He said it has to make sense. Like Canelo had a whole country behind him. McGregor has a whole country behind him. And uh, these guys, these are YouTube, uh, these are YouTube uh, uh, people, but. They have 20 million YouTube subscribers. They're big, like, for us, like, in pop culture and being known, they're more popular than Floyd Mayweather. They have 20 million YouTube subscribers. So Floyd Mayweather's looking at it as, like, a business a business proposition. That's all it is. It's, like, it's easy work for a $20, 30000000 million bag for a guy that's not even trained. But he's looking at it as a business perspective, like, I'm being exposed to more people who was on this demographic. And that, that's and that's all it is. I just think it is, it's completely business. And for you, Rudy, uh, I want you to take on this. I, I, I watch a lot of basketball and watching Lonzo Ball. I don't want to dissect everybody's game, like every game to game to game. Mm-hmm. But I watch I watch Lamelo and I watch Lonzo, and I have nothing against Lonzo. But from the time they both started and like where Lamelo's at right now, I think he's like years ahead of Lonzo. And like I say, I like both of them, but I think Lamelo's a little bit better, or well, a lot bit better, uh, and. From the time they both started, I think Lamelo has uh, increasingly surpassed Lonzo, and it's not even close right now. And I, I, I want your take on that. All right, Dwayne, thanks for the phone call. Uh, he did play. Lonzo did play bad last night, but he he's played better. He's played better this season. I think he had thirty the night, a couple of night, the night before that. But I mean, I don't. I'm not saying that y'all aren't right. I, I don't. I'm not saying that y'all aren't right in that take. My whole take on it is. Why do we, since I'm going to use a Calvin word, why do we as a culture love to put each other against each other? Like, why does it have to be a competition between two brothers, blood brothers that, like, you know, Lamelo, Lonzo taught Melo everything he knows. Like, the reason Melo is who he is is because Lonzo laid the foundation and took all the beatings and, t- and took all the slashing. And all while, while, while LeVar was going crazy, Lonzo was getting beat up for that. So I'm not saying that y'all ain't right. Melo may be a Hall of Famer. He may end up scoring the most points in history. I don't. I don't know. Like like Lamelo can hoop. That's that's no. That's there's no debating that. Like you don't just do what he's done in this little time and get the world's attention because you suck or because your dad has a loud mouth. You do that because he's a legit hooper. I just. I'm just not going to. Y'all can do it. I'm just not going to participate in downing one brother. To put the other one up, like if you want to, if you want to say Lamelo's nice, why can't like why my take my thing is like why can't you just say hey man I like what Lamelo's doing, Lamelo hooping, why's it got to be he's way ahead of his brother's not even close I don't if y'all want to do that that I'm not gonna knock y'all for it I'm just not I'm just gonna sit this one out. 
That's all. I, I don't know if it's pending one against another. I think in that's what they, I don't know about you. I don't know if that's what you're doing, but that's what Dwayne just did. We, in our culture, it's all about competition. There I mean, ain't no always, competition. No, They're but, not but, even but, in the same not, division. Not, not competition, but it's always been about like who who's the best. And how's Are that? And how's that? How's that worked out for us? In regards of what? In regards as a people, how's that worked out for us? Why can't we compare Lamelo to the, his draft class? I think it's worked why can't, out. Why, why, I, I why are we comparing him to his? Bu- why are we comparing him to his blood brother? It's had its like what is that? Different. What is that doing? Like I, again, if y'all want to do that, that's cool. Really, I'm just telling. I'm done. just telling you, I'm not. Y'all can do well, that. I'm not going to do it. I mean, I think. Well, first off, they let's both just went stick top to, three in the draft. Okay, let's just stick. Like to I the, think they're both winning. Let, I think they're both yeah, be okay. The whole family's winning, but let's stick with the facts. The dad came out and very vocal to market his family and his sons. And Alonzo was the first one up. And the hype sometimes, uh, sometimes the movie is not as good as the trailer. Or the trailer is better than the movie. Right. Because the trailer just takes the good points of the movie. I think then when you see his son and you hear about this going on overseas and he's going to play grown man and what his dad too and taking him out of school and he can't get along with AU coaches, you hear all this and then you see him finally get his shot on the scene and you see him basically pop off and jump off at the page. No, LaMelo's nice. I mean, that's just hope. the thing. But, I mean, to me, we I get hope. what you're saying in regards to there's other things, problems, I think, we've got in our culture in regards no, to compared nice. to that. LaMelo is nice. Because we've grown up with that. LaMelo I mean, is super nice. I like he can hoop. He can hoop. He definitely can hoop. Take, for example, your cousin Jabari. Is going, how many times have we joked about, I'm the best athlete in the family? Rudy's not a good Who, Jabari? Like and, we've and, grown up, we've, we that's what we've we've always well, done. That Jabari does that. I don't. That's Jabari. Jabari. The reason why Jabari says that because he knows he, he was never a better <laughs> athlete than me. But that's what I mean. My thing is like, as who do you have as rookie of the year? Considering he was out for a while. I mean, we got Anthony Edwards. Wiseman's out. Lamelo's been out. I really thought about who who who's the rookie of the year? I guess considering. I'm probably not even qualified to answer that, to be honest with you. I haven't really been paying attention too much. Six man, I've talked. You heard me talk about it. Yeah, 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 for sure. Uh, you know, most improved player, I would have to give that to Randall in New York. He probably won't get oh, it. Oh yeah, there's probably somebody else I'm missing that he won't get it. But, I'd have to uh, go with either here, quick. Know. I'd have to go with Anthony Edwards or quickly. I wouldn't even argue with you on that. I don't know, Sam. You got a take on this on the rookie? Am I missing somebody, Sam? No, I mean I think it's I think it's going to be Anthony Edwards. I, Just because he's been able to stay healthy, not because he's outplayed Melo. I mean, it depends on what kind of guy you want to look at. I mean, you look at I mean, he's putting up almost twenty points a game as a rookie on a terrible Minnesota team. Yeah, yeah. That's I think a, he's at I think he's at like right at maybe eighteen and a half, nineteen points a game, and Lamelo's at sixteen, something like that, maybe. I can't believe Melo's back. Yeah. But then, I mean, of course, Melo, you get the, you know, you're halfway to a triple-double with his averages. I think he's at, like, five oh. rebounds, six assists, something like that. So And his team is in the playoff hunt. Yeah, yeah, but I think the missed time will put Anthony Edwards in the driver's seat. Yeah, same. Hmm. Huh. Okay. Yeah. Well, um, Alonzo will be all right, Rudy. No, he'll Easy. be fine. He'll be fine. Somebody, okay. somebody wanted, the Clippers wanted him. They just couldn't make it work. But they got Rondo, so that worked out. Uh, but I think Melo uh, and Melo, Melo, and another thing, like it's um, 
Go ahead, Sam. What were you going to say? Oh, I was just going to say the way, I mean, the way free agency is lining up this summer, Lonzo's going to get $20 million at least from somebody over a four-year deal. I mean, it's, Facts. he's going to get paid this summer, whether it's whether it's staying in New Orleans or you know finding some way to get to a, a better situation. He's he's about to get paid. Facts. And LaMelo, <laughs> get, we get, um, whether it's social oh, media or a sports center, you all right? Well, the social media sports center, LaMelo, is, we get, like, he, he shoved down our throats to, ah, where you feel, to where you feel like he's the only person, <clears throat> you know. Well, that's, that. but see, that's with you, though, with that, <clears throat> what I was telling you, who gets a lot of run. Who gets a lot of run. Who gets a lot of run. You know? He gets a lot of run. I like Halliburton, too, for the Kings, but. Hmm. Man, the Kings. All they need to do is just fire that coach the next time. If they, they play up. Dallas 72 times, they might Man. be all right. 736-976. You <laughs> listen to the Sports Ground. We'll be back. Back here on the Sports Grind, 736-9760. Broadcasting here from the Rounders Car Club Studios. Calvin Casey, Rudy J, Sam Spin, the one and twos. And this next segment is going to be presented by Brewster's Backyard Ice House, home of the free popcorn. And now it's home of the 275, you call it, happy hour Monday through Friday from 4 p.m. to 6 p.m. Again, that is Brewster's Backyard Ice House, official sponsor of the Sports Grind. All right, so uh, keeping it moving, but yeah, that's uh, I'll take y'all's word for rookie uh, uh, rookie of the year. Speaking of NBA, before we move on from that, yeah, uh, last night we saw uh, Russell Westbrook continue to put his etch in his stone in the history books, and then I had to hear Scott Brooks in the post game going for about ten minutes about this underappreciation of Russell and. There's not a point guard, any, no one that's done it yet. He goes, when he's done, he'll be up there with magic. And other than that, there's nobody. And I don't get it. He goes, there might be point guards that shoot better than them, do that, but they don't do what he does. Look, I don't I don't know where to put Russ. I, I don't know if it's underappreciate. I don't think it's underappreciation. I just think for whatever reason, people just don't like Russell Westbrook. People like, and I'm not, and I don't think that's right. Like, I don't. Russ is great in the community. He was great in Oklahoma. He does. He gives back to the community all the time. He's been, you know, a staple in any city that he's played in. I don't know why people don't like him. I think it's because he has no time for the media. He curses out fans. Hmm. You know, he's screaming and yelling on the court. You know, and then you're on a team right now that's fourth. You're you're in a playing situation in the East, and your coach is going on a ten minute soliloquy about how great you are. I think that rubs people the wrong way, but to average a triple-double over four seasons, we all know that's not normal. If it was easy, everybody would be doing it. I agree with so we, we know that Russ can play. I just think it's the other stuff that rubs people the wrong way, but I don't think Russell's underappreciated. It's just, and it's also, I mean, and it's not fair all the time. You know, everybody's not going to be a champion, but then there's the fact that since you you and KD separated. You've only been out of the first round once, averaging your triple doubles. You know, James Harden helped you get out the first round last year. 
and then y'all got a gentleman swept by the Lakers, which some people feel like maybe you should at least win a couple, maybe not get gentleman swept, but it is what it is. But I don't think we need Scott Brooks. Like you're the 10th seed in the East. Like, you know, like why are we doing 10 minute soliloquies on the team? That's the 10th seed in the East. If for whatever reason, it would be stupid. But if for whatever reason they were in the West, he would not be in the playoffs. So why are you like, I don't know. It, 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 it's weird. It's weird. We know what Russ does. And I put it on the, the text this morning. Like, 21 rebounds and 24 assists is crazy. It's crazy. Like, that's not normal. We get it. But hmm. it just comes off as shallow or hollow when they're the 10th seed in the West and they had to play their asses off, 10th seed in the East, and they had to play their asses off just to get to this point. Well, maybe he just feels but we, like you know, he, I don't think he's underappreciated. Well, I think he just felt like he had to go to bat for his guys. Well, document how I feel about Scott Brooks. But um, I don't know. Make sure he gets his followers, I guess. You know? And also, I mean, that's how you keep your gig. Like, yo, make sure uh, your stars are happy. Mm. If your stars like you, you got a chance. I mean, because they're going to ask Russell Westbrook and Bradley Bill at the end of this season, hey, well, how do y'all feel about Scott Brooks? But I'll tell you one thing. You don't want to see those two in a, in, in, in a, in a play-in game. Because uh, either one of those dudes or both of them could go off at the same time, and you could be going home or getting into that elimination game as well Let's too. See, but um, if they're they're playing, they're playing. Their one game would be the team they just beat. The team they just beat last night. If it started today, they'd be playing the Pacers for the right to play the loser of Charlotte and Boston. So right now, they'd be playing the Pacers for the one and done. They just put a. I mean, that was. You want to talk about defense, defense, defense? Of course, Washington. I want to say they ranked somewhere like last, dead last mm-hmm. in defense. It gave up one forty one. They had to put up one fifty four to get that victory. They had to put up one fifty four to get that victory. Yeah, gave no. up one forty one to the Pacers. One forty one to the Pacers. No double OT. No triple OT. Regulation. A buck forty. I agree. And this team down here had to score 143 about a week or two ago. To get there was down. overtime. I got you. But they're right down there where Wizards are defensively, in my book. They're, they're, they're in that that group with that category. 736-9760. Um, switches gears. We'll be back to the NBA look at the schedule uh, tonight. Uh, well, first of all, you wanted to give uh, Derek Rose. Happy for my guy, man. I'm happy for my guy. He's balling up there for the Knicks. Coming off the bench, doing his thing. He got busy last night. Dropped about 25. He's he's one of the uh, he's one of the key pieces to that team. When he comes off the bench for them, you know, Tibbs, you know, Knox isn't playing much. Topin isn't playing much. I don't know. The more I look at you know the minutes that some of these guys play, Tibbs isn't really big on young guys. Unless they're just out of this world. I know, like I said, I've talked about quickly, but even his minutes. Or a little bit weird, but you got to go with you know Tibbs. Tibbs rotation be short. Dude, Tibbs, their guys are playing Tibbs, like Randall's playing like yeah, thirty some minutes. Tibbs rotation. Tibbs rotation. Even when he was in Chicago, he was playing with like six, seven guys. So, but nah, man, just happy for Derek, man. I mean, yeah. I think he's on his what fortieth team. So I'm happy for Derek, man. He ain't got. He lost all his athleticism, 
but he can still hoop and he's still I've getting it done. I've seen some of the young guys uh, come up to Derek after ball games and hug him and talk to him about because that was they they were looking or, yeah. up to Derek. I mean, not that they don't now, but but before the, the that first ACL, yeah, that rookie uh, rookie uh, breaking record season his rookie year. I yeah. think he's still the he only rookie to win MVP too. Yeah. So, yeah, Wilter Rose. He's still gonna he ain't be, I mean, beat that. He ain't beat that case yet, Kyle. Nah, that's always gonna be him. Unfortunately, because like who knows what it'd been if he wouldn't have suffered some right. of those injuries. Oh, okay. uh, but yeah, seven three six nine seven sixty. You listen to the Sports Grind broadcasting here for the Rounders Car Club Studios. We'll be back. We're here with Nina, who is hosting a little Tuesday get-together. And she has gone all out. Yep, she's done the fancy charcuterie thing. (gasps) Look at those solid maple serving boards. So classy. And those gold room side plates? Gorgeous. Oh, you're absolutely right. And she got it all at Marshall's for way less. Even the cheese? No, not the cheese, but that to die for sequin top. Marshalls? Yep, Marshalls. Fabulous brands. Feel good prices at Marshalls. 